Hello, and welcome to the Prepared Parent Podcast, the podcast that aims to help you become the parent you want to be through science and the Montessori method. Today I'm talking about how to handle babies, toddlers, and preschoolers. I often see parents sharing posts online that show they have an incorrect or age-inappropriate understanding of how they should be handling their kids. And they usually have both good intentions and good techniques. Well, rather, techniques that would be good if worked on an older children, but they do not work on younger children. So I often see posts that say, my 10-month-old is starting to hit and become frustrated and throw things. And I try to explain to them, we need to have calm hands, and I try to redirect them, and they just keep doing it. What do I do? These parents are well-intentioned, but misinformed. There is no use reasoning with a 10-month-old, because a 10-month-old does not possess the mental capacity to reason yet. So rather than reason with your babies, toddlers, and preschoolers, Reasoning works a lot better with older children and school-aged children. So, what do you do when your child begins misbehaving? I will give you my top tips today. First and foremost, my favorite one, because it's the easiest, is giving attention. So, sometimes I read a parent saying, oh, When my child hits me, he laughs about it, even though I'm telling him it's bad and I'm removing his hands and I I don't know how to make him stop. Well, the answer is simple. Your baby, usually it's a baby, but sometimes it's a toddler, doesn't understand that it's bad. You know, sometimes this happens with preschoolers too. They think that this is a game of some kind and they think it's funny and that somehow you're not serious when you're mad because they're still understanding what emotions look like and they still, you know, they may not have a full understanding of what your words mean yet. So when your baby does this, the easiest way to handle it is your attention. They're actually doing it to receive your attention. They think it's a fun game because they're getting your attention for it and it's really funny to see you get worked up. They're interacting with you. It's a social game. So this is especially effective if your child has started a new behavior that they're testing to see what will happen. What happens if I do this? And so when they start a new behavior, the best way to nip it in the bud is to look at them, make eye contact briefly, one second or less, and then deliberately turn your head and look the other way and just wait for them to stop the behavior. And when they stop, look at them and smile and engage with them. And so what you are doing is on the one hand, you are depriving attention for behaviors you don't want to see. And you are deliberately rewarding attention for behaviors you do want to see. So when they stop doing it, oh, let's talk, let's play, let's play this new silly game, let's make faces. And you engage with them in ways that you like to engage with them. And my child at least this would work within two or three days at the most if not sooner so it was 
a really effective method. Sometimes I see children misbehaving because they know it'll get them attention. They'll come to you and work themselves into a crying fit because they know if you're crying, you'll coddle them and hug them and whatever. And it's okay in that instance to simply state, I see that you are sad. Why don't you go take a break and come back when you feel better? Or, I see that you're sad and I'm here for you if you need something, but I can't help you if you're crying. Can you talk? Can, I, I can help you when you're ready to talk to me. So you might confirm their feelings and admit, let them, reaffirm that it's a safe space, but then offer them better alternatives to sort of train their behavior. I cannot help you when you're crying. I will help you when you can ask me nicely. Or, I cannot help you when you're crying. After you've taken a few deep breaths, I will help you. And then you simply wait. You disengage and you wait for them to take those deep breaths. And they might need reminded in a few minutes. You need to wait a few minutes between reminders. Um, but in particular, I think this, this, this method is very great for babies. And brand new behaviors before they really set in. So the second way to handle your children is redirection. So very often I see people incorrectly redirecting their child. And what do I mean by this? I mean, the child, you know, oh, my kid is hitting me and I try to show them soft hands, but they don't want to. Well, your child isn't hitting you because they want to be naughty and hit you. Your child is hitting you because they want to hit things. So if you try to get them to touch you softly, that doesn't meet their need for hitting. So that that's what I would call a mishandled misdirection, a redirection, excuse me, mishandled redirection, because it doesn't meet the need so they will continue the behavior. So a better redirection is, ouch, that hurt me. We don't hit people, but we can hit drums. We can do high fives. High five is an okay way to hit. Ouch, I really don't like when you bite me. Would you like to bite this carrot instead? And so on. We don't push our friends, but would you like to come push this wall? And that is a good way to help your toddlers and preschoolers redirect themselves into appropriate activities. Because remember, they're just trying to meet their need for exploring their bodies and learning new skills and testing their limits. And you need to provide them those opportunities. But when you provide them in a, in a socially appropriate manner, they'll take advantage of that and stop harming you <laughs> and other people and other things. Um, and occasionally it is appropriate if they are harming an object and the redirection is not working to remove the object until they're able to handle it. That's okay to do. Um, but in general, redirect them first and see how they handle it. Those are my two favorite ways to help um, babies, toddlers, and preschoolers when they're misbehaving as to give them those other opportunities. Um, that's really all I had to say today. I just wanted to give some my quick tips for 
those parents I see that seem to be struggling with, but I explained it to my child and they don't understand. I just want to remind you, explaining to someone who doesn't have the ability to reason yet will get you nowhere. They just want to play with you. They just want to learn a new skill. So these other things will work much better. Save your reasoning for when they are of a reasoning age. Thank you for listening. I hope I will have better and more topics for you next time. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it. Please subscribe to it. And hopefully I'll get my blog up soon or some online space where we'll be able to communicate with each other because I would love to hear from you, my listeners. However, as a mom of a toddler myself, time is sometimes hard to come by. So one of these days I'll work on it. Thank you for listening today and I hope you tune in next time. Goodbye.